Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, we reiterate how strange the Bolts season has started, look forward to what should be a spanking against the Yotes, and look at news around the league. Stay tuned. Season 3, Episode 8 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson with you. Chase Croshaw with me. How you doing today, Chase? I'm um, doing all right overall. I mean, team could be doing better. Tampa Lightning, that is. So, a yeah. little disappointed here to, to be talking on the show about it. But um, other than that, you know, personally, doing fine. Not too much going on. Uh, just really chilling. How are you? I'm doing great because this is the last episode that... Uh, We'll be out before Halloween, and I love Halloween. We've got some plans for Halloween. Well, not the actual day of, but on Friday, your girlfriend is hosting a little get-together at her new place, so that should be fun. Yeah, should should be a good time. And then Saturday is going to be a busy day, a lot of college football, and uh, I'll, I'll be all over the state. And then Sunday, I am getting bribed to leave the house. My sister's wanting to do a little get-together with her friends, so she said she would pay for a movie and popcorn for me. What time should she do? Is it like a nighttime thing, like like during like when trick-or-treating would be, or what is it? No, so they're going to – I think they're going out to trick-or-treat, even though they're 10th okay. graders. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're in high school, but yeah. okay. Uh, I think they're going out to trick-or-treat, and then from 8 to 11, they're going to do their little party. Gotcha. Oh, well, very nice. Very nice. So I figured maybe i go see the new Halloween movie. Maybe uh, the new Venom movie. There's a new Halloween movie? Yeah, I think it's called Halloween Kills or something. I haven't even heard of it. It's the uh, sequel to the Halloween movie that came out in 2018 or 2019, whenever it was. I didn't see that one either. Oh, okay. I mean, I watched it with Johnny, I think, in the theaters, and it was all right. Yeah, that's what I heard it was nothing really to like worry about, so I, I just yeah. didn't even bother watching it. Yeah, you know, the time of the year, though, might be the choice. Or I'm a big uh, superhero guy, so the Venom movie I haven't seen yet, and I really want to, so I might see that as well. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Venom is like one of the few superhero movies that I would actually be interested in, just based on trailers and stuff. Looks like it could be interesting. Yeah. I wish that Eternals was going to be out already. It's not. No idea what that is. Yeah, (laughs) you don't know what it is, but it's a very large-scale MCU movie, the first one since Endgame, so very excited for that. But let's talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning. This is a... 
Tampa Bay podcast. Right now, unfortunately, it is. It's such a weird start. We talked about it multiple times already this season that Tampa starting off a little bit cold. Uh, Vasilevsky not playing up to par, up to his standard. The defense struggling a little bit. Uh, the depth really hasn't been there compared to last year. But Steven Stamkos, he's stepped up incredibly. A lot of weird stuff. We predicted that coming into these last two games, Buffalo should be a win. If we're going to have a problem with a team, it's going to be Pittsburgh. Completely wrong on that front. As Buffalo smokes us, and then we get Pittsburgh right back, same score. Yeah, just kind of like flip-flopped, obviously. Um, Craig Anderson played really well in Buffalo. Still continuing that streak. It's not, I can't go on much longer. He's 40 years old. You it, would it think can't. so. Like, it, it, it just can't. But, yeah, I mean, he was... He, he was the best goal, best player in this game. Obviously the best goalie in this game, but he, he played really well. Then you flip over to the next day, and it was a pretty convincing win for Tampa. It was like, you know, they didn't have any struggles in the previous games. Uh, team looked well. Vasilevsky played well. And, you know, it, it was good signs after, you know, the first few games of disappointment. I mean, we're, that was game number six on the year, right? Or seven. This game oh, number yeah. seven on the year. And that was the first regulation win of the year. Not great. No, it's, it's, it's a slow start, that's for sure. And we said that Crosby most likely would not be playing the day of we got that update that that was, in fact, to be the case. So, really, we're breaking news out here on the Bolts broadcast. Uh, not original. <laughs> um, it was a good game. And Tristan Jari, who was Tristan Jari starting? Yes, he was. This is a goalie that... We've talked about before that coming into the NHL, he had high hopes. Once he got here, didn't really play up to par. This year, he was actually pretty good coming into this game, but we were able to open the door on him and just light him up. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it helped getting you know two empty netters there at the end, um, and you know Zucker broke the shutout for for Vasky. There were just over two minutes left, so that, yeah. that was disappointing. But. Um, you know, Jari's played still okay. Um, he's looking a lot better this year than he did in previous years, but this Tampa team looked a lot more like they should and how we kind of expect them to. You know, we, we expect them to have pretty convincing wins most nights and, you know, some nights where just an off night you lose that game or maybe you play the Colorado Avalanche. Maybe they're truly a better team right now. Maybe they get a win that way, blah, blah, blah. But it, it was just nice that Game 7 we're finally really starting to see the, the right signs. And this absolutely should be the case coming into Thursday's game against the Coyotes. They're at home. We've talked about it last week or last episode that the Coyotes, they are downright the worst team in the NHL right now. They look terrible. If this isn't a win, that's where I'm actually a little bit concerned. We talked about the Buffalo game, how it should be a win. Uh, It really shouldn't be concerning, though, if we do end up dropping it. The Coyotes, this needs to be a win. Like, they don't have a win yet. Yeah, and I I don't know how to hell even pronounce the last names, but... I ne- I never heard this guy in my life until he made the counties, but Carol Vemelka, Vemelka, no, not oh. Carol Vaskins. Uh it's 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 probably not even pronounced Carol, but Vemelka, uh, Vemelka, however the hell you pronounce it, he's a starting goalie because Carter Hutton's out with an injury or COVID, whatever the hell it is. I think it's an injury. I don't remember. Regardless, it doesn't matter. It's a guy who has no wins through six games or f- four games. Excuse me, read that wrong. Uh, has a above a three goals against, below a nine hundred save. Like he. It's just some dude that I never heard of before in my life was playing over in the Czech League, came over. This is his first experience in North America. Doesn't really have like, any 
like really he has very little Czech international experience didn't have like unreal numbers over in the Czech league he had a losing record last year he's just their, their guy now for a little bit and Tampa loses this game like it it's borderline panic button time and we talked obviously about how this team is so bad let's go through some of their numbers real quick their power play sitting 28th in the league at 12.5 percent the one thing that really shocks me is their penalty kill currently sitting last a good kill is what above 75, really above 78%. You're looking at a pretty decent kill. And then if you're over like that 82, 83 mark, you're looking at a pretty damn good penalty kill, right? Yeah. I mean, the way it stands right now, Tampa's about dead in the middle of the league at, at 83.3. And that's even a little bit higher than normal. Like yep. with scoring nowadays, it's, it's, you know, generally a little bit lower. So you've got the coyotes currently sitting at 35.7% on the penalty kill. Last in the league, obviously, because that is atrocious. And we talk about how this Tampa Bay Lightning team should have a great power play with how many pieces they have. If they get any power play opportunities, this should be a guaranteed goal. Yeah, it, it really should be. Um, like th- This game should literally be zero contest. Um, th- that pop penalty kill percentage is clearly going to go up. That's, that's not going to last throughout the year. It, 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 that's just not possible in the, in the NHL. It really isn't. Um, so it's going to get better, but still, like, there's really no reason any way, shape, or form that Tampa should lose this game. They're better in every single aspect, every single way. You know, even even in a season where Tampa's right now lining up a 3.71 goals against, which is a very, very, very high number, especially for a talented team. Arizona's blowing them out of the water at a 4.83. So, mm-hmm. like, like, even in that aspect, where they're still, you know, far above, beyond better. So this is... This is going to be an interesting game. If, if, they, if they lose this game, it could be classified as a trap game. You know, th- this could be some real issues. Yeah, Arizona not scoring at all either. Sitting 31st, goals for per game. Uh, Shane Gossespierre leading their team in points. Three. So, it's not looking great for them, and this should be an absolute win for the Tampa Bay Lightning. But we've said that once or twice before this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we have. Um I I really can't imagine any path to to loss in this one though. I really can't. So you said that if we drop this one, then we start to have concern about this Tampa Bay roster. Let's say let's just visualize what that predicament might look like if we start to be concerned, if we start to panic a little bit. What are we where do we have to fix this roster to get back to a place where we're comfortable. It's probably just a philosophy thing. Um, you know, you, you did something for the last two years, and it, it worked pretty well with some slight changes, but, you know, it, that was the last two years. Now we're in a new season. Things change. Uh, you just might need to change things. Because, like, this roster is, is really not the issue. It, it, it's a pretty talented roster. Um, you know, our, our young guys like Kachuk and Radish are, are starting to, you know, really find their footing. Uh, Vasilevs, he just he's got to get a little more sound. Defense got to get a little bit stronger. And just really just the way that, you know, the, the four check, the, the penalty kill power play strategy, just, just little things like that is probably what needs to be tweaked. And down, like down the road, um, you know, when they're doing new things that teams aren't used to, maybe they can start, you know, taking advantage of teams different ways. I, 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 it's not any rationale for a coaching change or like a big trade or anything. And now with that being said, I am just praying that we don't have to reiterate that in the next show. Yeah, if they if they lose again and it's bad, then then I'm going on next episode and I'm screaming for heads. <laughs> screaming for heads, I like it. Uh, so that's the only game we have to preview until the next episode comes out. So 
We are now going to take this time to go to a I just, quick. I just want to say before we go for this quick, um, it's weird from, from last year. You know, we had games three, four days a week, every, like, no matter what, like, like mm-hmm. sometimes five days a week. And we'd always be you know pre- previewing two, three episodes. Now we only have one and we only talked about two. It's weird. Yeah. It is a little bit strange. I I don't mind it though. No, it, it, a little slower yeah, pace. Yeah, yeah. I I like the season going on longer. As much as I like, you know, hockey, 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 hockey. It's I feel like it's better hockey when it's a little more spread out. Yeah, there's still hockey every single night, but I think it's nice when it's split up like this because if there is a team you actually want to watch, you're able to. You know, yeah. if you are really interested in what Detroit's doing or something, and Tampa isn't playing, there's a good chance Detroit could be playing. Like. It's not, you know, constant go having to watch one team just continuously. You get that chance to look at other teams. Right. All right. But now we're going to go to a quick commercial break. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. NFL fans, hungry for a big win this week? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has you covered. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do... You win $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with promo code THPN this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you once again to DraftKings for sponsoring the show. Any type of sports betting that you need, make sure to head over to DraftKings. All right, Chase, let's talk about some league news. Uh, There's some big ones. When we look at the Chicago Blackhawks, we've talked about this situation before, uh, but it seemed like nothing was coming out of it. Finally, we do get something out of it as Stan Bowman, he's stepping down. What else we got? Yep, so... Uh, obviously, if, if you're not caught up with this, the investigation that went into the Blackhawks had, has proven that there was, you know, it, it was known about that, that these allegations like were, were known about within the organization and they decided to do nothing with it. So subsequently, everybody that was left over from that team in 2010 is now gone. All the executives, Stan Bowman, obviously, is the big name here. Uh, so he's out of his job. He's also out of his job as GM for the Olympic team for the U.S. Uh it's, you know, it's a terrible situation reading about things here, hearing some of the things that like players said and, you know, like that all the players knew about this and still weren't willing to do anything that, you know, Jonathan Taves was the captain of this team and he didn't stop players from making fun of the guy who was assaulted. He, you know, he might have even joined in for all we know. Um, you know, it, it, it's just a, a very, very ugly, terrible situation that, that this team and that these players and that this person who was assaulted are in. And it's unfortunate, but. We're going to have a little more fallout, I'm assuming. It has shown that um, Shovel Dayoff and Quinville both knew about it. So Shovel Dayoff's GM up in Winnipeg. Quinville's coaching down in Florida, as we know. I got to imagine that something's going to happen with these two. They're, they're meeting with Batman over the next couple of days. Uh, we're going to have more news. 
I would assume here tomorrow after this releases, literally the second this releases, we'll have the news because that's just how our show normally works. Yeah. But um, I can't say it's looking very good. No, not at all. And for those of you who aren't too close to the situation, not really keeping up to date, we will keep you up to date with the next episode uh, as long as we have that information of Quenville and Shovel Day Off. Uh, it really sucks being in sports. We're here for the entertainment, uh, the rivalry. Like it's just fun. Sports is awesome. It brings people together. There's a lot of fun, but when there's situations like this, and this obviously has not been the first time in the NHL, let alone the whole sports world. It's ridiculous. Like it, it hurts because we're here to have fun. Players come into it to, do what they love as well as be able to provide for their families. And then stuff like this happens and that just really ruins it. It ruins it for the fans. It ruins it for the players. And I don't know, like you're not going to be able to get rid of it until like, there's no more bad people. Unfortunately, like we can discipline afterwards, but what are preventative measures that we can take? I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's, it's just been, you know, I'm a very neutral person when it comes to things. Things don't really impact me too much. If it's something that's going on in the world, like I just kind of know the reality of the world and that shitty things happen. And I've learned to accept that a long time ago. So things don't really phase me too much, but I do got to say, you know, it is pretty disappointing being someone who loves the sport so much and is trying to make it my full-time career. Things that have just been going on really the last couple of years. You know, I, I, I followed this one, this one guy on Twitter. I, I don't remember his name for the life of me. Cause I was a, like a pretty new follower of his before he just stopped. Um, and he, he was he was a black hockey fan and he was like I, I he was supporting one team and he was getting all sorts of racially driven comments towards him. Um, you know, like people calling him, you know, obviously horrendous things just because of the team that he, he roots for. And you know, that that's not a, that's a horrible look for hockey. We're we're trying we're trying to grow the inclusion of the sport and shit like that. It just it, you know, it just sets us back. Then you look at, you know, this situation with the Blackhawks, the Mitchell Miller situation with Arizona, the Logan Mayu situation in Montreal, you know, it just shit's piling up and it just keeps getting worse. I mean, we're even seeing it happen in football too with, um, you know, John Gruden had his, his issues somehow out of 650,000 emails from the Washington football team. It's just got John Gruden's in trouble. Yeah. More shit's going to come out from that. It has to. So like, you know, my, my two love of two sports loves are just incredibly disappointing right now. Well, speaking of disappointing this morning, the commissioner's office said that they aren't releasing any more of the emails. So they're, they're going to continue their investigation and everything, but they're not, you know, they're, 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 they're going to cover up as much shit as they can because like, it's so clear that there's so much shit in there that they're not exposing. They said they came out and said that they want to protect the identities of some people that may be targeted. And uh, I don't remember the woman's name, but she asked, are we, by doing this, are we also covering a owner that might be in the wrong? And he said, uh, I think it was the commissioner, Roger Cadell, said, no, we're, we're confident that the owner, I think it was Dan Snyder, yep. is not uh, at fault for stuff or something. It's, you know, it's, it's just a giant so, shit show right now. Yeah, in all sports. Well, let's hop off of that, eh? Uh, yeah. Let's head over to Travis Hamanick and how the mighty have really fallen. I mean, this guy was one of the top guys over in uh, New York with the Isles. Then he comes over to Calgary, and now he's with Abbotsford, and just he had it all, and now it's gone. Yeah, well, 
I, I don't know exactly what the situation was, but he signed in Vancouver and um, was planning on playing. Then all of a sudden, came out that he wasn't playing. People thought he wasn't vaccinated at first, and it came out that it might have been some mental health stuff, so he wasn't going to play. But now apparently he's reporting to Abbotsford, so I don't know what's going on in that situation, but um, I, I would imagine he's going to find his way back to the NHL with Vancouver at some point. Like, he signed a, a deal with them for a reason. Um, it just might take him some time, you know, get his footing back, whatever. That's why he's down there. But hopefully, uh, you know, all is well. He can, he can find his way again and, you know, finish out his NHL career on a strong note. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, let's now talk about Jonathan Druin. He's coming out and talking about some Shea Weber news. Yeah, this is weird. Um, Jonathan Druin apparently said that Shea Weber is officially retired and he's been scouting for the team. Well, there's no paperwork filed to the league saying that he is retired. Um, so weird situation. If he's retired, then, you know, he's uh, vacating the rest of his contract and his salary and stuff. So it really can't be officially retired and he can't also be scouting with the team while he's with them. He could be like kind of just like working for the team, you know, in, in air, air quotations. But I don't know. Weird situation. I feel like we might hear a little more coming out. Um, uh, obviously Shea Weber is not playing this year. If, if you haven't been paying attention, he, you know, had an injury from last playoffs and he hasn't been able to play. We've talked about that once before, and I, I can't imagine that he would ever play again anyway. So wouldn't be too surprising if he was starting to do work for the team in, in that aspect, but like he re- wouldn't really be able to be technically hired while he's still under player contract. Yeah. I feel like more has got to be coming out of this. It can't just be Jonathan Druin just making yeah, he's, empty claims. Yeah. He's not lying. Like, like it's, it's definitely happening, but yeah. like he's. But he's definitely not technically officially retired. There's no point whatsoever for Jonathan Druin to come out and just make something up. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't do anything for anybody. Exactly. So, as of right now, we're treating it as such. Weber, most likely retired, doing some scouting for the team. Are we thinking, like, NHL scouting for him? or? Yeah, I I can't imagine it's amateur. I'm sure he's just going to other NHL games, maybe some American League games, but... Usually when you're a player that goes right into scouting, it's usually as a pro scout. It's not too often as an amateur scout. And I love when players do that. I like how NH, the NHL franchise, they put that in there, how players can retire and become scouts. So seeing Shea Weber stay with Montreal, pretty cool story. I like that. I like them doing it as pro scouts. As an amateur scout, no, that, that's that's my path I'm taking. That, 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 that's for guys working their asses off and working their way up. The pro scout, I don't care. I, I know that already happens with the pro scouts. I'm just dealing with that. I also love, like, coaching when players retire and then hop into coaching. Like, Yeah, um, that, that, that's, that, that's, that's great. I don't mind I, that. I loved Patty Waugh with Colorado, how f- freaking fired up he was all the time. Pulling his goalie in the second period. <laughs> Yeah, like what? What? Like that? That was just absurd. Um, he was knocking down the glass that separated the benches. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't mind at all. Players getting into coaching, getting into managing is where it's a little different for me. It works out sometimes. Obviously, you know, it's worked out really well with Steve Eiserman. Um, you know, you you can look at what Billy Garen's doing in Minnesota so far, even though he has allegations against him as well. You know, they're making progress since he's been GM. Um, even in L.A., you know, um, Rob Blake's the GM over there. He, you could say whatever you want about that job. Um, but there's, so there's there's guys, you know, that have got that opportunity that are doing okay. And Steve Eisenman's obviously the exception to the rule. He's going to be the first player that can get in twice for two different reasons. But, yeah, I'm not I, – I, if, if you're if you're a player, go, go into coaching. Leave the managing for me. <laughs> if you're a player and you're retiring, don't go into media then either. Yeah, yes, you exactly. Know, I, I think there's a lot of good players that – um, you know, end up in media and yeah. have that personality. But sometimes there's guys in the league that don't have that personality, and it's like, stay away. Like, it's, who's the coach for the Flames right now? 
Oh, freaking um, Daryl Sutter. That dude. He Ugh. was on TSN for a while, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And he was just, oh. So bad. It's like it's even like like Wayne on TNT right now. Like yeah. it, it's not very good. Like let's be honest, it really isn't. He's just the greatest player to ever play the game. So that's why he's on there. You know, you have Wayne and Biz, and Biz is way better for that than oh, like Wayne yeah. is. It's not. It's not particularly close. But you know, maybe Wayne can get better as time develops. I can't imagine he does. But you know, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Keep that. Keep at least one spot open for the two of us. Exactly. And then, and then we'll be all good. But. That's going to do it. We're going to head over to hockey name of the day before we end it off. Uh, we've got Daniel or maybe Daniel. I don't know. Maybe it's Daniel. I'm going to go Daniel Tomasowskis. Yeah, easy enough, right? Man, Daniel Tomasowskis. I am good at this, aren't I? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fun name. So Daniel Tomasowskis is a six foot seven, 243-pound defenseman hmm. from Lithuania. Oh, okay. I had no idea. Yeah. If you were going to make me guess, I was just going to throw. Tasmania. I don't know. Yeah, no, not Tasmania. So, (laughs) um, you know, he's he's from Lithuania and um, plays in England. So I'm assuming he grew up in England, but but from was born in Lithuania. Maybe dad played there. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. He's playing in some lower level leagues in in England, but still pro. Um, Not not, nothing special as a player. I mean, just kind of whatever. But yeah. Hey, great name, and I finally got it with the correct pronunciations. I feel like I've been getting the the correct pr- pronunciations over the last couple, but you always throw in like an extra, I don't know, something, which is well, then you're not getting the correct correct pronunciation. Well, I are think you? I think you're just over dramatic when it comes to the correct pron- pronunciations. No, I'm just respecting these guys' names. We'll see. All right, let's head out with an outro, Chase. All right. There you go. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to check us out on Patreon, support us over there. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, at Bolts Broadcast, it's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter, at HockeyPodNet. It's at HockeyPodNet. Or at FLWMP on Twitter, at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. That way you can get all the content you need between those three accounts. Go to HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. Find all the podcasts and network there. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Make sure to check out our blogs while you're at it, too. Wherever listening, if you rate us five stars, send us your questions, comments, concerns. We'd really appreciate it. Whatever you do, do not forget to use code THPN. We sign for DraftKings. Thanks so much for watching, listening. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time.